first half performance was so far away from how I needed it to look and how I wanted it to look. The players listened and um, I thought we got a reaction. You know, the players really trying to adapt to the way we want to play, but it's only when you get the rewards that you can really build belief. This is the Go Radio Football Show Podcast. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Yeah, good evening. The big two with us tonight, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson, and we bring you breaking news at five here in Go Radio for the Old Firm game next weekend, next Sunday. There'll be no Celtic fans at Ibrox. That's the decision that's come out of the club. There was to be about 700 ticket allocation for the Celtic fans, but Rangers are not giving the allocation. COVID is part of it, but also apparently they said they had no guarantees of getting the same for their fans on January the 2nd. So none of us like that, that, uh, you know, the other side won't be represented on the day. And on the day when Steven Gerrard says to his players, it's time to wake up. Rangers season has to start now. 1-0 last night against Alish Kert. We'll hear some strong audio from the Rangers manager shortly Barry first of all reaction to the game a week on Sunday no opposition fans it's disappointing look I think John will agree with me here when when I played an old firm game certainly at Ibrox I used to run out and I looked at the left hand side the Brimlon stand was <laughs> 8,000 Celtic fans and that made an old firm game for me so it's disappointing that I think it what was it 700, 700 fans that would yep. go into the corner look I think they should get back to what it was like a few years ago. Yep. I think if you ask any current player or any ex-player, when you're playing an old firm game, it's great to have your own fans, but also I, I used to love that full stand, fully yep. Celtic fans, giving you all sorts. Um, so, yep. disappointing, but Rangers have made a decision and you just need to go on with it. Wish both uh, teams, both of them, would do the right thing, mm-hmm. which is opposition fans being there. John Hartson, what do yeah, you feel? well, I can't agree with Barry any more. I think he's absolutely bang on. I think Rangers started this three or four years ago when Celtic were on five or six in a row and they were going to Ibrox, winning, celebrating. And Rangers as a club then decided to cut Celtic's allocation and then Celtic reacted by doing exactly the same. But I think it was because of the success during that, you know, in the last three, four, five years, Rangers just all of a sudden thought, Celtic are very strong. We want to cut the allocation, maybe not to make him even stronger with the away crowd. But I totally agree with Barry. I used to love it playing at Celtic and you'd see Rangers almost yeah. take every seat in the away end available. Mm-hmm. Going to Ibrox, Celtic would take the lower stand and the upper tier. And there'd be great atmospheres. There'd be banter amongst the crowd, you know, blah, blah, blah. Football without fans is nothing. Well, away fans fans as well. Away fans bring a little bit of colour. Of course, yeah. That's what they do. I mean, what happened was, it was a couple of years ago, Rangers were back in, uh, in the Premiership, and they made the announcement they were going to do that. Celtic reacted first, retaliated first and changed it. And I think both of them were wrong. And I know fans want to be there. Rangers can sell out 50,000 for that game, Celtic 60,000 for for the games. But I think it's wrong, and I agree with both of you. The clubs at the top should see sense. There should be a decent number of opposition fans at your ground that's, that's what that's what makes the old firm game special of course yeah. both sets of fans yeah. there giving each other a bit of banter singing their songs and it creates an yeah. unbelievable atmosphere now when I was down in England when I went into a dressing room whether it was at Birmingham or Blackburn the first things the player says to me is get his tickets for the old firm game mm. yeah. and they went mm. up and we would split them up obviously some would be Celtic fans 
some of the Rangers fans, yeah. and it was a special occasion, mm. and that's what makes their games. Of course. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. What do you think? Give us a call, John Harson. People will ask me now yeah. about the old firm game. Well, I can get you tickets. How many can you get us? Well, I'd have to ask Barry to get you Barry. <laughs> I'd have to say you've got to go to the Rangers end, by yeah. the way. <laughs> well, it's all the Rangers end for a week on Sunday. And Rangers did say, I believe what they're saying is that there's no guarantee they could get the tickets for their fans at uh, Celtic on January the 2nd. That's just breaking news there at five for it to first. It is. Come on, let's be bigger than yeah. that. Both of them, yeah. you know? We really should be. I agree with you, Barry. You go. You want to be. You know, it's great to be cheered by your fans. I can imagine, but a few boos get you going as well. It's when you get a corner down at the the, uh, the Celtic stand. What was it like? Go, yeah, they were <laughs> listening. They were giving you all sorts, but that's what it's all about. That was about. just some of your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right no, about that. No. Um, but John okay. will tell you that's yeah. what it's all about. Definitely, I totally agree. Yeah. As I said, they bring a bit of colour and a bit of noise and. Uh, you know, you still feel as if yep. the home team have a have a big advantage on, on when sure. you play. Yep. But uh, you know, the away fans, you know, they, they love going to Ibrox and the same with Celtic Rangers fans love going to Celtic Park. Right. But it's it's a shame. It but, really is. Well we brought the old firm together in the shape of Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Surely the club's Stuart Robertson, Don Mackay do the same. They should do. There's no question. This should be sorted. It's for the fans going to the matches. And we, everyone can watch it then in television and listen and go radio because we'll be on on that day. What are we calling it? Maybe we'll decide. Is it Judgment Day? No, it's too early. Decision Day. Ange Postacoglu has got the Celtic fans believing. What a turnaround. And for Rangers, well, the manager, one goal victory last night. We'll go into it now. But he said it's time for the players to wake up. Listen, I've got confidence and belief we can get going, we can restart it and sure we can get back to the form we need but we need to wake up now um, we're, we're in we're in competitions and we're at a club where you can't afford to be where we are right now we need to find our level and we need to wake up right now His overall reaction to last night? Yeah it, it is set up for next week we've won the game 1-0 and kept a clean sheet but first half performance was so far away from how I needed it to look and how I wanted it to look the players listened to what I had to say at half time and um I thought we got a reaction. I thought the crowd were outstanding and we've gone on and won a game, but we should have made this game so much more comfortable than we have and we've got ourselves to blame for that. Barry, what do you make of it? Alfredo Morelos uh, getting the fans going in the second half, getting the goal. What do you feel overall? Yeah, well, you listen to Stephen Gerrard's interview there. He's asking the players to take responsibility now, basically. He's asking them to wake up. Um, look, it's still, I think it's too early to judge but they need to get up and running quickly. Um, the the performance, I only seen the highlights. I was training last night. The first half wasn't what Rangers have uh, the standards they've set of last season. Second half was better going down to 10 men. The positives is they still won the game, not playing at their best. And obviously right, I thought, come on in the second half for Kent. I thought he looked really bright. Bassey again came in at left back. Done really well. So that's the positives, but... You can hear the manager's not too happy and he's he's wanting the the more experienced, the leaders in the camp to take the responsibility. And they were booed at half-time going off and you made changes then. Oh, and you, yeah. that, that's what yeah. happens. John will tell you the same thing at, at Celtic. When you don't play well, the fans expect standards. And if you dip below their standards, the fans will, will have a pop at you. That's just what happens when you play at the old firm. They've just won the title by 25 points. Yeah, but that's in the past. That's in the past. It's only now that matters, isn't yep. it? That season has gone. You've always said it's harder to defend the title. I know this is a completely different uh, tournament, but the season hasn't got going. He was asked, though, about well, what's happened with Ryan Kent, who was amazing last season, but not so far this year. That's a question you need to ask Ryan when he faces the media. I'm sure he'll be facing the media in the coming weeks. I think it's clear that he's not at his best level right now. 
you know, as his manager and the staff will give him the support he needs to try and get him back in the best place as quick as we can. Brian's been absolutely phenomenal for me and the club since he's walked through the door. Very rare to see him when he's not in top form. But this is it. He's human. It, it happens. Um, I had more dips in form than anyone out there. So I understand that. He needs myself now and the staff and his teammates to get around him. And um, it'll only take that one bit of moment of, of brilliance or that one big performance and he'll be back in the place we need him. John, what do you feel about Rangers last night? Stephen Jay really frank about it there, really honest. Yeah. Well, I think he is honest with his assessment of the players and the performance. Um, I just think he, he looked at Alashkurt and he's thinking, well, we should be putting this team to sword. We, we should we should be winning this game two or three. Now, I know it's not a switch. Football's not a switch. And they have had a blip, Rangers. They have had a blip. They possibly feel they should have gone through against Malmo when everything went for them. They got the early goal at Ibrox, you know, to bring it back to level. And then and then um, Malmo get a player sent off. Everything went for them. And then they switch off in the second half. Whereas for the last 14 months... Rangers have done everything spectacularly well, both in the league, never lost a league game, already lost one this season. Mm. Now, Celtic lost the first game away at Hearts also, but everything's gone so rosy and so well. And there's just the way that Rangers have played lately, in terms of going out to the Champions League qualifier, poor last night in the first half, losing one league, it gives people an opportunity to have mm. a go. It gives people an opportunity to question Steve Gerrard and, and to question his team. Now what he's probably feeling last night is that we should have put this game to yeah. we should have put this team to, to the, the to sword. the sword. Yeah. You know, and then have an easier night next week when they go away to our last Um because they're not a particularly good side. No. Andy Morrison the other yeah. the other week, you know, they only knocked Connors, um, Connors Key. Yeah. Just just very, very it was a tight mm. game. Connors Key playing the Welsh Premier League. Yeah. You know, so in terms of that, I, I think Stevens made a few changes to his team as well. I think he's just still trying to find his best 11, Morelos have stepped up for him this season. That's a huge positive. Um, and it's just a blip. You know, as I said, we've, we've played, what, two league games? And people are talking about, you know... But um, as I said, I think they'll go to Alaskut next week and I think they'll they'll win comfortably. So he was asked about the senior players in the team. I think where we are right now, it needs to come from the leadership group. They need to get together, they need to be united and we need to move forward and get back to our level, Sharpish. It can happen really quickly if everyone gets focused and we move along together. And you mentioned some of the senior players, Stephen Davis, as usual, doing really well last night. Uh, he's not a senior player, but Scott Wright, you mentioned as well. He spoke about the guy that came from Aberdeen at the beginning of this year. Scott Wright was awesome, outstanding, really selfless when he came on, really listened to information and uh, I can't be any prouder of his performance. He, he's been fantastic since the first uh, day of pre-season. Um, he came in in January, everything we've asked him to do on the pitch, off the pitch, um, he, he's done it. Um, he can't be in a better place, Scott, and um, I'm really proud of him tonight. Barry? Yeah, listen, um, I, I've said a number of times on the show, Paul, um, I do think in time he will be the direct replacement for Ryan Kent. Now, in terms of Ryan Kent, I just think because of the last three months of the season, he was unplayable, yeah. Ryan Kent, and people expect so much of him. It's like anything, I've been through it, John's been through it, Every football player goes through a dip in form. Now it's just up to the players to get round about him, get his confidence back up. And all it'll take is a, a shot. It hits off somebody's backside and goes into the back of the net. He'll come back, Ryan Kent, no doubt about it. But I thought Scott Wright in the second half last night uh, was superb. Is he concerned, do you think, uh, Ryan Kent, about speculation about his future? It doesn't help. You've got, obviously, Conor Golson still no signed his contract. Glenn Kamara... 
There's a lot to talk about um, Ryan Kent and Morelos. You just need this transfer window to close in 11 days, Paul. And then players settle down um, and get on with their football. What about the ordering off? I think no one disagrees with it. Two bookings. Here's the manager speaking about uh, John Limson being sent off. I haven't looked at it back just yet. Um, but what I would say is I thought the referee had a, had a good game. Um, we didn't have any complaints. And one thing you need in Europe is discipline. We've spoke on so many occasions about how many times as a team um, we've let ourselves down and shot ourselves in the foot when it comes down to discipline. And again, um, we have to rely on people putting in superhuman efforts like Stephen Davis, like Scott Wright when he come on, like Calvin Bassey. Other people have to turn, turn into superhumans and put the capes on because we lack discipline in the first half. Barry, superhuman effort from a few key players, not enough from others. Yeah, and he's he's questioning that. And that's up to the players to respond to that. That's what a manager has to do. And he'll look closely in training. And obviously the game coming up on Sunday against Ross County up at Dingwall, he'll be looking to see, he expects a, a response on that, that pitch. And he needs to get it because they need to go up to a difficult place mm-hmm. And, and Sunday and get three points you don't often get the manager saying well they often say I didn't see it again and that's fair enough it's straight after the game but he said the referee had a good match no complaints about Lindstrom going off apart from he's an experienced player were you surprised? yeah listen the, the, the first ones uh, both of them are yellow cards yeah. there's no doubt about it but w- when you get booked in Europe you need to, I mean, you need to watch what you're doing um, and obviously it's a tug of the shorts and he's, he's let his teammates down there's no doubt about it but one thing that Rangers got was they showed great character in the second mm-hmm. half, came down to 10 men um, and they won the game, but oh, it's disappointing. Lundstrom needs to learn for that and move on. And they acted well. I mean, the fans were behind them in the second half. They got a bit of booze, as we mentioned earlier. Second half, though, Morellas got the goal. What about him and what about the team? Listen, he, he thrives uh, in front of a full house here. He, he's done it on this stage so many times. And tonight, obviously, the goal is important tonight, but we need to make sure it's even more important by going in and, and finishing the job off next week listen I'm not here to talk about individuals uh, I'm here to talk about the group the first half performance was, was nowhere near where, where I want it and where I need it to be I had to be really honest in, in, in the dressing room and we got we got the reaction uh, f- from the players but if we'd have got the, the right performance over the 90 minutes um, I'd be sitting here in a much better position you don't often hear him like that John saying if we'd got that performance earlier what about Alfredo Morelos? you were a great striker he's a great striker and gets another European goal and I've a vital al- one I've always said I like him he's very yeah. unpredictable he's, he's sometimes he's, he's, um, he's, he's sneaky quick mm-hmm. he doesn't look as if he he's lightning but he can get away from players he gets across people he, he loves a fight he he loves, you know, he loves winding the centre half up. He's, you know, he's, uh, you know, he, that's what he's like. And I've, I'm a big fan. You know, he gets goals. Um, and Rangers have done well in in recent times to hold on to him because he's the sending offs, you know, and everything else. He seems to have sorted his discipline side of the game out as well. But obviously, his manager's a big fan, and his manager knows how important he is, you know, to the team when he's at it he thrives on the big occasion come up with the big goal again it was just a shame that obviously the goal against Malmo come, came to nothing from his personal point of view you know he put them in, in the lead against Malmo but no I'm a big fan I like Morelos and there's been once or twice I've been thinking I wish they would sell him <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, no, he's a good player he, he's a throwback <laughs> he, he likes the physical side yeah he does um, look John was very much like that and mm-hmm. I, I like to see that um, mm-hmm. as I say one thing that's impressed me he's sorted he's, he's in discipline out um, there's no doubt about it 
and um, he's come back late and I, he looked really, really sharp last night. Mm-hmm. Took his goal well. I thought he was one of the top performers for Rangers last night. I think first half wasn't the case. Second half, different Alfredo Morelos. And when he plays off in Rangers too, that goal... Uh, Rangers are a better team with Morelos in the starting 11. You've always said, last season as well, when they talked about fitness early on, you said, I would always play Morelos because the opposition don't want to... Cent- see- centre halves would hate playing against mm-hmm. them. John, you, you would uh, agree? Yeah, yeah absolutely. for sure. Yeah, he's, he's cynical, and you know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he's he's curbed it. He doesn't yeah. go in now, throw elbows around, and things that you cannot physically do. Yeah. But he still backs in, and as I said, he likes that physical contact. There's many strikers that like that. Mark Hughes, who Barry played under, mm. Sparky was just he, he loved oh, that. And some people yeah. like the physical contact. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it has gone out of the game now. Saw you on Sky this morning talking about someone that, uh, well, he's in the headlines this week. 97 million, mm. Romelu Lukaku, Lukaku joining Chelsea, playing against your old team Arsenal this weekend. And and I heard you talking about the size of Lukaku, different from Morelos. Well, again, he he can bully centre arms. What 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 you want Lukaku doing? He, he he rolls people. He likes defenders to get tight to him so he can almost feel them. And he, he rolls and he's so strong and so big. Uh, but he'll be, you know, I think he's become a better player, he says, while he's, you know, been over in Inter for the last two years, playing in Italy. He's had a great career. I think he scored over 20 goals for Everton in three consecutive seasons. The Everton fans are still mourning at him. Still finding issues with his game. But I think yeah. it was Andy Gray who did that in the 80s. <laughs> so his record at Everton, his stats stand up against anybody's in terms of goals. We'll talk about that, yeah. uh, Lukaku, and the big match down there because Mikel Arteta under severe pressure. But two of the biggest players had COVID last weekend, which he didn't say. Mentioning COVID, you feel for the St Mirren manager, Jim Goodwin. He's got COVID and he will miss the game tomorrow against Celtic. Yeah, I've seen that... Uh, also at my club we've got two players missing with, with COVID it's going to be part of it Paul it's yep. got to be part of the, the process it's it's no ideal I think every club will need to deal with um, is obviously Jim's just found out he's positive he's going to be missing now for the next 10 days so it's important that the the managers is always there but I think you're going to see this throughout the season Paul we wish him well we'll talk about it obviously we're going to talk Celtic in a moment or two as well well done last night to St Johnson 1-1 over there in Austria against Lask. Yep. Uh, Aberdeen 1-0 on the way back, not happy with the pitch, Andy Constantine. I've seen the pitch. Oh, it's it, horrendous. It, it, yeah, yeah. Look, look, listen, players and managers don't like using that as an excuse, but yep. I've seen 40s. It's, yeah, the, it it's a, the national stadium, Yeah, it isn't looked it? horrendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Well, Wales played two uh, games of the Euros on it. Yeah, of course, they played yeah. Switzerland and Turkey on that pitch. Yeah. So much. You know those voices. It's John Hartson, it's Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. It's Go Radio. The weekend starts here. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. The weekend starts Friday at five. The Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson. And loads of your calls coming in. Ali has been on the socials here saying, Barry, John, what about Rangers? Have they been, did they think it was going to be too easy this season? Have they been arrogant? Ali, a Rangers fan who's been on. No, I, listen, I don't think the manager or the coaching staff and guys that I know that are playing at Rangers just now, i.e. Alan McGregor, Stephen mm. Davis, they wouldn't let that happen. Listen, you, you know after you win a league that, that Celtic obviously get a new manager, they're going to come back strong, they're going to make signings. So, look, there's no doubt in my mind that they've not went into this season think it's going to be easy. Two weeks ago, before it started to go patchy for them, uh, the manager said, stay humble. We have to be humble. We're the champions. This was in the league action, John. He did say, mm. you know, the group... Uh, have their feet on the ground. Yeah, but I, I I do think as well. It's it football is not a switch. I think when you are having a little yeah. bit of a blip, a mm. bad run, 
It's like last night, Rangers last season would have beat Alice Cook 3 or 4 0 because they're riding the crest of a wave. They're playing well, things are going well for them. Everybody's confident, they've got momentum, they're doing great in the, in the Premiership. Whereas this season, they, they like Celtic, they've gone out in the Champions League. Um, they've gone out of the, you know, they, they lost their first game. And sometimes you can't turn it on. Some One game, one bad game leads to another sort of bad performance. That's what seems to be the way it goes in football, you know? You want to ask Barry about COVID? We'll go back to that in a moment or I'm two. I'm trying to find the Still email. <laughs> How many emails have you oh. got from the, the JRG, the yeah, joint response group? I'll go Hundreds. to be honest with you, yes. Right. It's updated quite a lot because there's mm. changes sure. all the mm. time. So, um... Well, Barry, thanks for joining us this evening. We'll see you later. He's <laughs> going through all these emails. Oh. Barry's just checking the emails. Uh, John, do you want to speak to a Celtic fan? Jordan is on the line on go hi Jordan hi guys how's it going yeah hi, good Jordan. thanks how about you Celtic 2-0 the other night um, seems to be happy days at the moment yeah it's, it's all steps in the right direction I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself I mean like as, as good as, as, as it's been Johnny it's, Rangers have only had a couple of bad games so it's not exactly cut and dry at the moment but it's definitely a step in the right direction what do you want to ask John and Barry just basically, is that is is do you think a lot of the the sort of feud around Rangers, a lot of it basically comes from the press? I think that can capitulate and make things seem a lot worse. Do you, do you reckon they're really on that bad of a run, or are the press making it a lot worse than it than it might seem? No, I, I I just think because they set the standard last season and they did ever so well in the Europa League, and they did ever so incredible in in the in the Premiership. You know, they didn't lose a game. They, you know, they won the league at a canter. To be honest with you. Um, and I just think, you know, they lose one league game. There's another 37 or 36 to play. The Champions League, and Stephen Gerrard has already said the Europa League is about where their level is in terms of what, what type of squad that he has. Of course, you'd love to have gone through because of the finances you get. But in terms of the, the level, Stephen Gerrard feels they can be a bit more competitive in the Europa League, um, like last season. But the press, you know, the, the press is the press, I think, when you when you play well. You get praised for it, you know. When you have a, when you have, lose a couple of games, you know you get questioned. Were um, any of the press playing last night? I don't think so, Jordan. I don't think they played against Dundee United the other week. Ma- it's too easy to have Ma- a go Ma- at the, Neil, the media. Paul yeah. always used to say to us, yeah. "You've got to win. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got to win to keep people mm-hmm. off your back." If you lose, if he lost mm-hmm. three or four games sure. in a row, there's people in the crowd talking about him getting a sack. Yeah. You know, it's and that it's was a, Martin O'Neill. F- football yeah. is a winning business. <laughs> yeah. he, he, Steam Gerard knows this. You yep. know, he won the league last season, got all the praise, mm-hmm. everything else. The previous two years, people were saying, well, when are we going to win our first trophy? Sure. Is Steam Gerard, uh, mm-hmm. Gerard under pressure now because he's not won yeah, a sure. trophy? Mm-hmm. So he's put not that, just the press, put that to bed. Sure. Let Jordan yeah. come back in there. Yep. Hi, Jordan. I just more, it's, it's not even just the press, it's, it's, it's the fans are so quick to turn, especially when the standards are set so high. You've seen it. That's right. Uh, last year, the Celtic fans. I mean, especially well, I suppose Celtic was a much steeper and more rapid decline in performance. But sure. you see how quickly fans and press can just everyone who, like you say, the people who are watching them actually quickly can turn. It's. I just, I like, I just, I'd like to yeah. hope that this season's going to definitely be more competitive than last year. And you're a Celtic fan, and you want to see the competition. Barry, mm-hmm. do you think the furor is getting to Rangers? That's basically what Jordan's That's saying. That's the way it is yeah. in the West of Scotland. Yeah. At, yeah. At Rangers and, and Celtic. Listen, a draw is no good enough. A, a defeat's a disaster. And everybody starts mm-hmm. talking. You know what I mean? That That's just the way it's always been mm-hmm. up here. How did it affect you? It's not nice when you get criticised, but I try to use it in a positive way. I, I went and trained harder and worked harder. Because um, when you, you had a defeat, listen, you, you knew when you, you played, you, you didn't play well. You knew when you come off the pitch... Mm-hmm. The fans were going to be on you. 
But I'm afraid that's part and parcel of playing up here in Scotland at, at Rangers or Celtic. Yeah. That there's so much expectation and demands on top of your shoulders that you need to go out and it's all about winning every single game. And social media is everywhere, isn't it? So the media is Yeah, it was different know, back, back in, in yeah. our day, I mean, 20 years ago, social oh, media. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just about said that, thank yeah. God. Uh -huh. But social media is... Mm has got a lot to do with it as well. Jordan, as a Celtic fan, Ange Postacoglu was asked today about the, the Japanese market because you've been on for five minutes. You haven't mentioned the name of Kyogo yet <laughs> that the Celtic fans love. Jordan, here he is. He was asked about, uh, are there any more uh, Furuhashis over there? It is a market I, I, I know well. You know, I, I think there's there's a lot of talent there that still people haven't realised. Um, you know, that's not to say they're all going to be at Kyogo's levels because I, I was super confident about I mean, he's dominated that league for the last three, four years. Uh, you know, I was surprised he hadn't left earlier, to be honest. Um, he was just sort of, we were kind of lucky that, you know, he had stuck around for a bit. But um, there's definitely more talent there and it's definitely a market we're looking at closely. Jordan, there's a good article in the Herald today, Graham McGarry, and the headline is the Celtic fans who feel they've dodged the bullet. They're talking about Eddie Howe and the fact that it was Ange Postacoglu. I mean, everyone, uh, some Rangers fans were saying, oh, is he the new Pedro Cascina? Uh, but actually, it is early days, um, and he uncovered somebody like Kyogo. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable bit of business. And John will know himself playing with Nakamura. You know what I mean? A relatively unknown player came in and then was just one of the best players in the last twenty years to play in a Celtic top. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't see he's only six games in, but Kyogo's stats speak for himself at the minute. And even the game that he, the game he didn't, the one game he didn't score in, people were still raving about his movement. That he takes a chance. I mean. Um, there was the one where he followed up the free kick last week and just snuck in round the back and he was unlucky not to score from there. You know I mean, he moves and he, he seems to be able to handle the Scottish game. A lot of people were talking before he came on that how's this five foot seven small uh, Japanese guy going to handle yeah. the, the Scottish league and it's notoriously a tough and physical league and he seems like he's handling it and he's actually thriving on it. And what, what? the fans have just created him and is he a future yeah. Henrik Larson in the in the hearts of the yeah, of the Celtic fans? Hearts and something. Ridiculous yeah, thing to say. He's got a long, long, long <laughs> oh, way that to is go. Ridiculous. It's on the social media there. No. Yeah. But no. what I would say as well, Kyogo and Jordan will know this from watching Celtic is that yes, he has great movement and he can finish his goal the other night. Rogic, the ball he put in for him was magnificent. Kyogo's got up. It's a difficult skill that volley. Mm. He needs you need agility to do that. The likes of um, Abada has been excellent. He's really mm -hmm. signing. Christie stepped up to a game. Turnbull, McGregor, you know these type of guys. Now they've raised they've raised their standards in terms of where they were sort of twelve months ago. But now Kyogo will be more than with um, you know he'd be grateful with the service now he's getting. And when you've got a striker with the movement that he's got. And willing to run him behind, it's a midfielder's dream. You know, he, he he started off incredibly yeah, well. Sure. That was Kieran yeah, on social media it, is asking, could he be could he be a future Henry Larson in the hearts of uh, Celtic fans? Well, listen, how can you how can you compare yeah, anybody yeah. with the king? You know, it's what is it, three hundred and fifteen goals, two hundred and fifty goals in three hundred and fifteen games? Yeah. You know, you can't. It's just a, it's a sure. ludicrous question. Well, Paul. you two didn't like that one. You, that, I'm hey, still yeah. no, no, you jumped in <laughs> as well. Yeah. How do you compare? How do you compare yeah. Brian Loudrup yeah. and somebody like you know? Um, um, can we say Barry? Uh, you know, Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. again, Ryan Kent's a top player. Kyogo's a top player. But sure. you're talking about guys here that are on a different planet. Okay. You know. 
All right, I give him a break. In terms of Kyogo, <laughs> I think the fans will love him because he's all action, yeah. isn't he? He's all energy. He's a buzz bomb. That's why the fans have took to him because mm. he's he's um, he looks to me as a real team player. Mm. That's one thing about him. Yeah, a team player as well as an entertainer. Yep. Jordan, could he be? What would you? How good do you think he will be for Celtic? How many goals this season? These are the I, things I, people I are talking about. Uh, yeah. You always find it, you know, you see, like we said before, as much as negative sort of reaction from fans and press can bring you down, that yeah. positive reaction can give you a big buzz. So you don't want to get on his back too much. He seems like he's enjoying himself. You don't yeah. want to put the pressure. You know, he goes a couple of games without a goal, and then again, that's when you notice things might turn. But you can definitely, if he, if he keeps playing this way, there's no reason he can't hit sort of double figures easily. Mm-hmm. You know and, I mean, he's, he's and like you say, the impact he's had on the team has been positive just the whole way around. And like he says, you can't you can't compare them. I mean, Henrik Larsson's that's that's a godlike sure. status for for Celtic fans. But he, he, unbelievably, the way he's just slotted into what I'm just trying to do, and the way that the other players have had a rejuvenation, I think there's pretty much a million Celtic fans that owe um, Anthony Ralston an apology, well, sure. a very very big apology. Do you know what I mean? But I think Kyogo can definitely be a massive massive factor yeah. for us this year. That's what I was about to ask you, Barry. What about Anthony Ralston? I, I can said you believe Monday, it? He did. I said on Monday he is one player that's um, when I've watched Celtic. He stood out. He came in for a bit of criticism. He, he, people were saying, he, is he good enough to play? But one thing about him, he's obviously had a good pre-season, Ralston. And I, I think he's been one of the top performers for Celtic when I've watched him play. And so is Welsh, mm-hmm. to be fair. Yeah. I think Welsh got Starfelt out uh, a few issues the other night against AZ. Yeah. Um, and Welsh is, is looking good. Starfelt's taking a bit of time to settle, there's, there's no doubt. Sure. But again, John will tell you, mm. don't get much time to settle. No. You need to hit the ground running. Still waiting to find out about Juranovic. It looks as though the deal is done. And what uh, an exit he had at Legia Warsaw. The goal, Barry, uh, a brilliant goal to get the 3-2 win. But it looks as though he's on the way here. Yeah, but does. is it automatic that he goes in at right back? Well, that's what I mean. He'd yeah. probably go in. But what Ralston has done is put pressure on him. Mm-hmm. You know, With his performances, he's played mm-hmm. every single game pre-season. Uh, he's looked fitter. He gets forward. He gets to the byline. He gets back. And he's had so many loan deals. He's been written off so many times. But what he's done, he's just gritted his teeth. And he's been given an opportunity by uh, by the new manager, and he's took it, mm-hmm. and he's took it. And every time he goes forward, now it's quite comical I mean, in a way, you know, in a strange way. Every time he goes forward now and gets across in the, the the reaction he gets from the crowd mm-hmm. is magnificent because they know how hard he's worked mm-hmm. to get back into the team and, and to prove himself. And Rangers want their entertainers to come good this weekend at Ross County, although that's maybe difficult there, but. Celtic seem to be playing with a smile on their face at the moment, Barry, and Rangers want that the, the, the joy back in that they had last season. Yeah, and, and it needs to start on Sunday. Yeah. Obviously, the, the managers that he's come out and what I like is about Steven Gerrard, he's just honest and mm-hmm. truthful. Mm-hmm. And he's asking the players now they need to. When you're a manager, you can only say so much in the dressing room and do so much in the training ground. They cross that white line. They need to go and perform and take responsibility. And that's what he's asking. How would you feel if you were one of the players not mentioned as superhuman effort the other night? You know, if he said, "Well, I would want to go and prove the manager wrong." Mm -hmm. That's the type of attitude you've got to have, John. Well, you want to play. You want to play as a professional footballer and somebody who's playing for you know massive clubs. You want to prove. You want to go and play. You don't want to sit on a bench and be left in the stand. I always felt if I was picked by Martin O'Neill in that strong eleven we had, it was a privilege. It was a privilege, and I would have done everything to stay in the team. Mm. You know, and and these these players nowadays, they've got to have the same attitude. If they were poor one week, you've got to you've got to step up the following week and make sure that you're not the one who's being left out for somebody else. And hold on, it's all about playing. You want to be a part of it. Even, even sometimes when you go on as a sub or you come off and don't finish games, that used to give me the ump. Yeah. Sometimes if I never played from one first minute to the 90th, 
never quite felt felt the same if I didn't finish the game or if I was started on the, on as a sub, do you know. So I think Barry's right. I think you just got to step up and prove the manager wrong. Jordan, it's Mirren tomorrow. Celtic St Mirren. Here's the team news from the manager. Yeah, Ryan's good. He, he trained. He's talking about Ryan Christie. Yeah, Ryan's good. He, he trained the uh, last couple of days and he's uh, he's ready to go. And, yeah, and and everyone sort of pulled up okay after the game. It was a, it was a pretty punishing game, to be fair. So yeah, there's probably still a couple of sore bodies uh, in the group. So I'm going to give him right up until tomorrow um, to squad wise to, to see how people are. But we we'll probably will make one or two changes. Who that's going to be at the moment? Well, I'm kind of keeping an open mind about it. But yeah, it's good to have Ryan back in the in the group. And um, yeah, he's he's certain to play a part tomorrow. Jordan, what are the fans saying? Ryan Christie, should he stay or should he go? I, I, I think he's 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 another one of these players that has just come good under um, under Ange. You know, he had a, he had a tough season last year. He came under a bit of criticism for the scoring record, and um, but I think in this new system, he's he's shown again why he's one of the best players in the country. Um, I'd love to see him stage. I mean, you, you understand that the squad's obviously the squad's always getting a bit bigger now, and there's a lot more competition, guys. Like. We're obviously very heavy in the centre midfield with the likes of Rogic, um, McGregor, Turnbull, Sorrow. So he's really got to weigh up his options whether or not he, he thinks he can he can break into that team or if he wants to try and take his chances elsewhere. But again, the way he's played or the way he played before before he had to take the time out, I think he's been one of the best players in the park, especially the the early European games. He looked on fire. Do you know what I mean? He just looked right up for it. And again, he's another boy that. I'll feed off of Kyogo's runs that no look pass he had a few weeks ago was just unbelievable. You know, so. Barry Ryan Christie, how important to stay? Rangers side, I hope Celtic sell him. <laughs> you'll sell him. You'll, yeah. Will you drive yeah, him to I, the airport? I'll, I'll drive him wherever he wants to go. Yeah. Um, I, I think on on forum, Ryan Christie's an exceptional talent. Mm. I really do. Do you think he'll stay? Well, it's up to Celtic. If I've, listen, I'm sure the manager is seen how he's performed he sees him every single day I'm sure he'll be trying to sort something out in the background but at the end of the day it comes down to the player does yeah. the player want to go down and and pit his wits against the best players in the Premier League or does he want to stay up up in Glasgow it comes sure. down to the player and of course the checkbook the English clubs they've got so much more yeah, money because of the TV Celtic can't yeah. match whatever's no, sure. getting offered down in, yeah. down in England so that, that comes down to Ryan if, does he want to go down there has that been part of his plan from a, a young player progressing or does he want to stay up and, and have a chance of winning trophies? Jordan, overall for you, what's success looking like this season? Do you have to win the title or come I, close? I think, I think I'm a lot more confident after six weeks that we can challenge for it than I was at the start of the season, especially after even after the Hearts game. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, uh, don't count my chickens as well. And like, see, Rangers aren't. They've had one or two bad games. There's no chance that they're going to um, make it easy for anyone. So I think it'll be quite closely contested, but. I think from the way that Celtic have been playing and uh, the way the fans have taken to Ange as well, I don't think he's, regardless of what happens, I don't think he would then be um, let go for not winning it. So I don't think yep. it's, it's... I think Celtic and Rangers, it's winning the title is always necessary. Yep. Do you know what I mean? There's not, there's not a year that's going to go by where it's not something that needs to be done. So I'll cross my fingers and try and stay positive. Good measured approach. Jordan, thanks for the call. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. We're coming in a moment or two to David, a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld, but first, he's off to work in just a few minutes. So here is Frank on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Frank. Hello there, Paul. I hope you can hear me all right. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, where are you working? Yeah, um, <laughs> eh, well, that'd be telling, wouldn't it? Okay, <laughs> go for it. You're on with Barry and John. <laughs> John, uh, John yeah, it's yeah. an absolute yeah. honour and a pleasure. Oh, thank an you, my friend. Honor. 
Thank you, and Frank. And that because, unlike the vast majority of ex-Celts who go into punditry and the media, you actually have the guts to stand up for the club we all love. And yeah, Thank uh, you. You, you. You say it as it is, and uh, you're not frightened to say the dreaded word with these other... But I hate to say it, but a lot of them are cowards. The word we, when you refer to Celtic and us. But, uh, so, fair play to you, John. I want to, I want to thank you for that. But in fairness, uh, John's not on the Celtic payroll. John's uh, independent. But I know what you mean. I do hear John saying, John Hartson is an absolute yeah. Celtic legend. But, I mean, I wouldn't criticise other players you can't for, for not saying we. No, when you've John. played yeah. uh, you know, for yeah. a club, for, I, I, the, the BBC actually took me off the Swansea games when I lived in Wales. Why? Because I kept saying we. Because ah. I'm born and bred in Swansea, yeah, you know, sure. and they're my club. So I was, I was saying we, but the, they didn't it. like it. Yeah. But I think people have to be realistic yeah. about it. You know, sure. it's going it's to slip off the tongue now and we again. We were just talking about that off here. We were. In yeah. fact, my point yeah, is not... Frank, same Frank. Frank. I think Barry's the same Frank. Frank. Exactly. Do. Frank, we were talking about something similar, but it's not fair. I don't think it's fair to say for many good, great people who are now, you know, ex-players who are commentators or pundits, that they're fair. But listen, hey, we're all applied. We're all allowed an opinion. Frank, what do you want yeah, to say about Celtic? Paul. What's that? Yeah. No, indeed, Paul. Well, I'm allowed their opinion. That's my opinion. It's the opinion of any many Celtic fans. But anyway, yeah. fair play to you, Barry. You're the opposite side of the fence, but you stand up for your club. You're not frightened to say what you want to mm. say and all that. But anyway, yeah. my point... I've got many points, actually. I've not got time. <laughs> um, my point, uh, fundamentally, is for Celtic fans, just take it easy, calm down, because this is a long road we're on. This is a slow burner, and I think it'll be this time next year as in the start of next season, before Ange really has in place the squad he wants, it's going to take two or three windows. He's going to have to, first of all, get the way he wants to play completely ingrained in every single Celtic player so it becomes an autopilot for them. It looks like that now, but uh, we're early on and uh, we'll have bumps in the road. But I think Ange is going to have to remove certain players' squads who aren't poor, rubbish players. It's just they don't fit his remit and get in players who will be better than the ones we've got for the job he wants to do. And I think that will take, there's a two or three windows. Uh, uh, this guy is what I personally, uh, in 50 years, say, of fallen Celtic, have been praying for, because he is fearless. He has got one mind, and that's to play the Celtic way. And we all know what the Celtic way is. Fast, exciting, attacking football, which other managers, fair play to them, have tried. But this guy has got the courage to see this through. And we're, I'll say to Celtic fans, we're going to bumps the road, bloody noses. One of them might be Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, but we take it. And it might even be next Sunday. But we take them. But the one thing for sure is, Ange Postecoglou will not be derailed on his mission to provide the Celtic fans with the type of football we're watching at the moment. And that football will be watched week in, week out. If it's the time and the support from both the board and the fans don't buckle if we hit a couple of bad results or things don't go away. Stay true to Ange and this time next year we'll be ready to roll. That address to the Celtic fans came from Frank, <laughs> a supporter for 50 years. I know, yeah, Barry, I'd yeah. say bonus listening to Frank there, I think. Yeah. Frank's taking the sensible approach. Mm-hmm. A, a, a new manager yeah. needs three or four windows. He's not getting overexcited with obviously take away the, the, the heart's defeat he's not yeah. getting over excited so I think Frank's doing the right thing and and being sensible and I, giving mm-hmm. the new manager time I think Frank I think six weeks ago before Ange came in there was almost like a um, an admission that Rangers were huge favourites you know Rangers were going to win the league and they were Celtic were in in despair yeah. you know they um, uh-huh. 
uh, what's it called? Um, Eddie Howe, yeah. I turned us down. Eddie yeah. Didn't really have a, you know, where, where are we going to look? Ange yeah. came in, nobody heard of him. Yep. Now all of a sudden, He's been he's been a breath of fresh air. And that's our ignorance, and isn't he's it? That signed, we... He's signed some good players. He's brought in Kyogo, he's brought in Abada, and the other players as well have stepped up. And I think Frank, you're absolutely right. I think six weeks ago, but what he's done is with the way that he's got Celtic playing, what he's done is he's just given us a little bit more hope to, that we can be competitive again. And we will get stronger and stronger all the time. The way that he's playing football, the high press, playing out yep. from the back. And whereas, you know, in the last six weeks or so, he's played with a bit of poise, a little bit of flair, as you say, the Celtic way. And now all of a sudden, the Celtic fans are starting to believe now that we can win the league. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the performances, but it's a long way to go. And that's what Frank's saying. And Frank isn't it? is basically yeah. saying it's not going to because I said we're in transition. Mm. It might take a year or two. Well, I'd get shot down now if Listen, I said that because it, we're almost, you know, in a in a great position. Ma again managers now. need time. Look at Rangers, Stephen mm. Gerrard. That took that's right. Stephen Gerrard and his Rangers team and building it Spot year on. by year, every transfer window to win the league okay. three years Frank, and it's going to be the same Frank's going to have to go to work Frank who is going to be in the Champions League though and I hear you give them a year you said in a year from now who is going to be in the Champions League Celtic or Rangers well obviously my heart's saying Celtic yeah. but I think Rangers have the depth of squad to take injuries to take a slight, yeah. slightly bigger depth of squad yeah. I don't think they're a better team than the, the way I watched. I actually watched uh, and yeah. if, if Celtic fans are listening forgive me but I watched the first half of Rangers game last night. Yeah. Um, it's good to know what your opposition's like. And I was not impressed. And I try to take it with a, with an objective eye. Uh, I think they're disjointed. I don't think they're playing with any uh, smooth movement that Celtic are playing with. Frank, it wasn't a good night for them last night. I'm not going to be... I need to move on, Frank, because we've got David who was waiting. Frank, thanks for the call. Have a good uh, shift tonight. Yeah. Cheers, Frank. Cheers, Frank. Thank you. Da Cheers, thank, thank you. you. David is on. David, sorry to keep you waiting there. I'm not sure what the job is, but he had to start work. He wouldn't uh, two minutes ago. He, I know. He wouldn't tell us, which is interesting. A secret kind of job, maybe somewhere. Oh, that was a good call, though. David, how are you? Um, feeling all right, guys. I'm a wee bit worried about Rangers in there. They're, they're looking really, really disjointed in there. Like somebody came in and switched them out for copies of themselves with, with their talent. Uh, Ryan Kent looks a shadow of his former self and there's only maybe three or four players in uh, the Awigi pass marks to mm -hmm. the season thus far. I'm really worried about it. Is it confidence? It's not just Ryan Kent. Of course, it's right across the team almost, isn't it? Even Conor Goldson. I know last night the manager said superhuman. Uh, Tavernier, this time last year we were raving about him, Barry. Mm. Um, what do you feel? What would you say to David who is beginning to despair I wouldn't be too worried I, I think it's just some key players are having a slight dip in form at this moment in time um, I, I'm not going to get carried away and start criticising them because I do believe that they're still top players I still think Rangers have got a, a real strong squad you've still got Glenn Kamara to come back off suspension Kamar Roof Ryan Jacks hopefully a week or two away so they're still for me in a good place it's just a, a slight loss of form and the best way to get that back is work even harder on the training ground and then come Sunday against Ross County get the three points and then I think once they get a win and a convincing win they'll start to motor again David does that give you hope? Barry Ferguson great Rangers player and captain giving you 
something to hold on to and look forward to? Uh, I do believe in the management team. Um, it's just everything at the back and the ground. You know what I mean? It's, it's making me worried that we're not going to be able to turn a corner, especially against the Dallas. I know it's still a European team, but it's not as if they're one of the great European teams and we really, really struggled. We looked as if we didn't have a plan B and we were, we were gaining up at times. And it's no normal to see that after the last season. We were, we were doing sure. everything for fun and now it's as if they're all trying too hard to make up for the mistakes. And when you're trying too hard, things just don't go your way. You need to play confidently and easily. John? Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I, I just mentioned it earlier on. Football is not... Uh, you can't just turn it on and turn it off. You know, when you're playing for Rangers or Celtic, you've got to be at it every week. And I just think Rangers in recent week, have stalled. They have stalled against Malmo. They were bang average in both games. Having put themselves in a massive, great position when he went back to Ibrox, you got Morelos who put them 1-0 up. The, the tie is 2-2. Uh, Malmo get a player sent off and then you've got to go at Malmo with absolutely everything. All of a sudden, you let Malmo in, down to 10 men, Things like that, whereas last season, Rangers would have pounced on the opposition in that situation. So is that still in their heads, do you think? Is that I what don't you're know, saying? maybe a bit. I don't know whether they've come back and they maybe thought that, you know, things will just be a crest of a wave and a bit of momentum. And But they certainly have stalled. And Steven Gerrard will be looking for a performance from them, in particular this weekend against Ross County. And all it takes sometimes is just for one or two things to come together. You know, somebody link in the middle of the park or the midfielder just play around the corner into Morelos and all of a sudden you score a great goal and you go and win 3 or 4 nil. That's the team then back to where we normally see in them. Sometimes it just takes that little, you know, that little tinker in terms of a team doing something great. But they certainly, and the Rangers fans, and, you know, I'm not just saying this because I've been the biggest person who praised Rangers mm-hmm. for all their work that they've done, in particular last season with the league. They've certainly stalled a little bit. Now, Barry doesn't seem to think it's a big... I don't think it's a massive issue, but they're not quite at it. And it's not easy then just to switch it on. As I said, it might just take something, a trigger from somewhere, you know? Is it cold when Celtic come to town? A week on Sunday? No, it's cold on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, forget about... That's two games Next Thursday yep. and next Sunday. It's all about this Sunday up at, at Dingwall. Mm-hmm. That that would be the message I'd be saying in, in the dressing room just now. And I'm... I'm more than positive that's what the senior players will be mentioning to the, the guys look they'll be travelling up on the Saturday night and the focus just goes on Ross County and go out and you're only one way uh, sorry one one away for building a bit of momentum here's the manager David speaking about the other night and uh, well last night one goal victory so tonight wasn't really about tactics and block what we had to do the players know all the information around the block the very variety we need the certain individuals we pick against the block you know we, we know all the solutions it was it was way beyond tactics in in the first half you know before you kick a ball or, or you worry about tactics you've got to show fight desire heart you've got to be committed you've got to run through walls you've got to show these fans here that you're prepared to be all in that's before you even talk about tactics and the first half performance was so far away where I wanted it to be so David what do you want to see Sunday what's a what's a good day for you at Ross County I think we need to get at least a two or a three. Um, I'd like to, I know uh, Ryan Kent especially. He's a guy that I picked out last season that he was going to matter a lot to us. I really think he'll get himself stuck gone again. 
Um, I'm going to say this, and I might get pelters from my Rangers fans. I think Patterson needs. I think Patterson needs to get on, and Tav needs a needs a drop. I don't know what what's wrong with Tav. He seems completely off it, and I don't know why Patterson's not getting ahead of him. Barry. Yeah, my, my worry for Nathan Patterson. Look, I think he's a fantastic young player. It's sitting on the bench. It's all about his development. He needs to play. Look, I've watched him a number of times. He's ready to play. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, they've dropped Barisic they played Bassey they have, and, and I've got to be honest with you Bassey last Friday against Dunfermline was, was different class some balls into the box were fantastic and then again last night only seen the highlights but speaking to a number of people he really impressed and maybe now is the time for Nathan Patterson to come in and take Tav out for a, a week or two okay. um, he is the captain um, I still think look again he's not playing at the standards he was last year but that will come back. So maybe just taking him out the firing line for a game or two. Um, but in terms of Nathan Patterson, um, he's got to play. He's at an age where he's ready to play as well. David, thanks for the call. We're back with more after the news. John Hartson, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. Back soon. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Well, that was a quick first hour, wasn't it, Barry? It flew in. Yeah, it yeah. did. It flew in. It was good. Really enjoyed that. We kicked off with the news at the top that there will be no Celtic fans at Rangers against Celtic a week on Sunday. There's that red zone. There's not as many fans allowed in either like any of the stadia well, just Barry, now. Barry and, and myself, yeah. we both think that's ridiculous. Yeah. We, we used to love playing with the away fans. Get the, the away fans in yeah. and let's hope we get everyone back as soon as possible because Rangers Celtic or Celtic Rangers, it's not the same. And it's not even just the 700 or 800 normally. Get, it should get them all in that one side. Yeah, Get, get it back to what it was like yeah. four or five years ago. The Rangers in. The Celtic end at 100%. opposite grounds. You know, let's call a spade. You know, instead yeah, of yeah, yeah Ibrox yeah. used to turn on the left hand side, and it was yeah. a sea green and white, and then on a three stands were um, were Rangers fans yeah. at Celtic Park. You would walk out the tunnel and turn right, uh, look right, sorry, mm. and you would see the seven or eight thousand Rangers fans um, in the corner, and yeah. then fifty odd thousand fans. It's it quite funny, fans Paul, because it, obviously yeah. the, the famous one is a. Failed a medical at Rangers, and of the course, fans, yeah. fans used to say to me, "John, when you score, because I got a few goals against them. Yeah. And when you score, you got, run, run to the Rangers end and rub your knee." Uh, oh yeah, and did you? I, I never ever did that. No, no, no. no I, you know, did I you did. score against us? <laughs> 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 no, but I never did that. I, mean, I was, yeah. the, I was the bigger man, Paul. Yeah. I just did my yeah. talking on the pitch, you know. The few battles with you two that, we watched over one, the years, weren't they? When he was offside, he was offside a mile. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> oh. What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. I seen a clip of that. Yeah. That was going to make it 2 2. Yeah. I Remember? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, was maybe a yard and a half onside. Oh. I couldn't believe it. That's Barry Ferguson, John Hartson, looking back and remembering some great memories. And we were talking yesterday about Dennis Law, one of our all-time great players. And we're really sorry to hear that he's got Alzheimer's uh, vascular dementia. What an amazing player he was, Barry, long before your time. But your dad, no doubt, would tell you about the lawman, our top scorer. 30 yeah, goals. and I seen some of his comments. I thought he's he's but he'd said was fantastic. He's had a great life. He's loved life. Yep. Um, it was uh, it was a great. A great thing he said there, but it, this is sadly happening too much, yeah. uh, Paul. You, you're hearing it every month or so where the, the older players are, are, are falling mm-hmm. in this horrible disease, let's be honest with you. Yes. Um, yep. So it's no nice, but what a player he was. Uh, fantastic player for Man United. Also played with Man City. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. I think he's joined all... 
along with Kenny Dalglish yep. yeah That's great right. article in the record uh, today with Archie McPherson and Archie talking about some great memories with him and I was lucky enough to but we're to hearing get... it too much oh, of course absolutely and I know Chris Sutton uh, you know campaigns a lot um yeah, well, it's a shame that so many we didn't have the knowledge of you know the effects mm. of um, heading the ball like we do now. Mm. We have evidence, we have the knowledge, mm. we have um, university studies that have gone on back then mm. because it could have saved a lot, a lot of these legends' his life. They could, have, they could have prevailed uh, their life for longer. As former players, does it worry you? Having yeah, listen, you know, when you when, when you see things like this come out, it does mm. at the back of your mind think. Um, yeah, it yeah. could happen in mm. uh, uh, some stage. Yeah, mm. uh, so we but we're seeing it is yeah. becoming more common. It is. Um, I could head it before I could kick it. Paul. Uh, well, you, that's that's all I did. That's yeah, why I managers yeah. bought me because I was a strong head of the ball. Yeah. You know, and you've had enough to contend with over the years in your battle back but from if you think serious back, illness. I mean, I've held one know. of the balls back 30, 40 years ago. Uh, they're, they're a ton weight. The yeah. balls mm. now are really light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they need to come up with some sort of solution because it's it's horrible to see these brilliant players suffer. It is. I think now yep. as well though, there's more um, awareness. That, you oh. know, there's more, and that's again, Barry was saying there about Dennis Law. He's accepted it, and he's, you know, his comments yeah. were fantastic. But what he also said was well, he's going to do everything that he can now yes. to raise awareness and to and to try and get a cure and to try and get you know, an outcome to see what affects because. I know you just alluded to their bars about 30 years ago, the balls, especially when they were wet. But they say nowadays with the ball, they come at you quicker. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's, yeah. A sim- it's a similar sure. effect. That's a good point. If you know yep. what I mean, yeah. Let's go back on the lines. Craig is on uh, Inisco Bride, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Craig. How you doing, Paul? John? Hi, Craig. Barry Boy. How you doing, yeah, Craig? Good. Barry Boy as right, well. Call a question to you, Barry. On you go, Craig. Right, you, you're the manager a couple of weeks ago. Half time, you're one nothing up against Marmo. You got to play against ten men. What's your game plan? How you went about that? Go for the win. Mm. Plain and simple. Um, and teams go down to ten men. They tend to sit behind the ball, which um, Marmo did. Uh, and and John will tell you. Sometimes when you play against ten men, Craig, the, the opposition they get a bit of seized mentality about them, and it, it's difficult. But I would have went for it. I would have, listen, Rangers at home when the I mean that was the first game with with the fans in the stadium as well. The atmosphere must have been electric. I mean, I know a few people who were at the game. Uh, so yeah, but disappointing. Look, that that's one that I'm I'm sure will frustrate the manager and frustrate the players because it was there for Rangers to win that game. Craig, do you disagree? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, it's not. I don't disagree. I agree with what you're saying. Just, just as if it came out and there was, there was nothing. As if, you know, you're going to play, it's hard to play against 10 minute times, I get that, but really, you're, you're going out there and it looked as if we didn't want to go and play, you know. Um, when when it happens like that, Craig, in the second half, sometimes you need a bit of patience, you need to keep the ball and move it. Mm. Um, sometimes I think we're a bit forceful trying to make that that final pass. You've got to try and entice a team out, you know what I mean? Keep the ball, move it yeah. side to side. I think, I think as well, Craig, I think... Sometimes you can say, well, go for it. And if Rangers had gone for it, um, they maybe leave, leave themselves a bit more open to the counter-attack. But we tend we have, a, we have a tendency to blame defenders, poor goals. But it would have come from maybe the front man didn't close the fall-back down, or maybe the midfielder missed a tackle. or It's, it's, it's a team. It's a team effort, do you know? Um, but 
I think Barry's got a point. Sometimes throw everything you can. You've done all the hard work. They've got a man sent off. Morelos is excellent. And then you've just got to try and push forward. But ultimately, you should be saying to yourselves that the four defenders and the two holding midfield players should be saying, we keep a clean sheet there. We defend for our lives. We go through. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, we, we've got, you know, or we, or we take it to extra time, should I say, because it was one now. I, I think the thing that will frustrate the manager big time, Craig, was the second goal. Now... Aye, that's, I was just about to say that, that yeah, defending the second goal. I mean, for me, centre-half, certainly Conor Golson, with the experience and the type of season he had last year, I thought he was phenomenal. He's got to have, have somebody mm. sitting on. You can't allow the throw-in to go directly into the striker and turn on it. Um, yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. And you could, you could hear it in the manager's for sure. um, press comments after. Uh, that, that was the biggest one. I mean, the, the first goal, it's a decent reverse pass for the guy. And I think if the guy could hit that 50 times... He wouldn't go into the bottom mm. corner. It was it was ah, just inch perfect yeah. that strike. But the second goal was a, the biggest frustration, mm. Craig. Craig, it's gone though. What's your thinking now? What do you want to say to Barry and John? Well, you know, just my other question to you is the fact that we were in the Champions League, right? And obviously the money that was there. Yeah. Do you think being the board, would you want to try and keep all your the big obviously the big players go for the league, which is like a gamble if you win it or mm-hmm. you don't? because you're going to go straight in the Champions League and you'll have that jackpot at the end of the season or do you think they need to sell? Well, they announced last night obviously Janinho Bakunia yeah. coming in yeah. yeah, Huddersfield. Well, that tells me there's money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you yeah. said weeks ago, sorry, by before they went out of Champions League, you said they don't have to sell just now. No, I, I think if you look over uh, since Douglas Park has, has took the helm as, as chairman, I think he's back to manager superbly in the, the transfer mm-hmm. market. Now, Craig asked a question there. Do you try and keep your best players? I think you've got to. Because you're you're straight into the Champions League group stage. And that's 35, 40 million pounds. I would love to see Morelos stay, Ryan Kent. I know he's had a dip in form, but that his form will come back. He's a match winner. For me, I would love to see them keep their better players. But the decisions are made above the manager, Paul. Yeah. If you ask Steven Gerrard, he'd love to keep them all. Yeah. The only thing I'm, I'm, I've got a little John. thought. I've got a little thought, maybe, you know, Bacona's come in. With a view, maybe one out. Morelos. I know. I know. It wouldn't be Morelos. No, they wouldn't. Never be Morelos. In my opinion, it would possibly be Kamara. It would be because Rangers are quite strong in that midfield area. They've got a lot of numbers in there. Um, if you go through them, you know the ones who are a bit further forward, uh, the Aribos of this world, mm. and Davis and Arfield and and Hadji can drop back in. So I would imagine possibly. If they've got the funds to go and buy Bakuna from Huddersfield and from the Championship, um, I think maybe with a view to one going. Mm-hmm. Just, just, no just to balance a little uh, bit, Barry, financially, yeah, I, do you know? I, I get where you're coming from, John. Mm. I mean, I never mentioned him. Glenn Kamara, for me, strolls through games. Mm. I, I think each game he just gets better and better and better. Um, and I, I would love to see him put pen to paper. I'm sure Craig would be the same. I know uh, the Rangers fans. Well, you put pen and paper back in the back in the contract and all, Barry. <laughs> well, let's see if we could do it. Could we, Barry? How's the back? No. But actually, yesterday for the, me, the, Glenn Kamara's. Yep. So the Athletic yesterday said Kamara is about to sign an extension to his contract. I hope so. I, I haven't seen so. any more since uh, yesterday. And he's not been in yet all season, has he? Kamara has he played? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, played a few just games. Just suspended in Europe. In Europe. Right. Well, again, he's a big miss, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Craig, yeah. Had, had you seen that in the Athletic? Did you hear the but news? John makes a good yep. point. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he signs. I fair, hope they all sign goals. Kamara just and I'm not too worried yet. Obviously, it doesn't look great. It's not started well, but 
I think once then you get scoring we'll start and play mm-hmm. and start dominating games again. But yeah, I wouldn't get too carried away with with yeah. the dip and f- the slight dip in form. Uh, Craig. Again, it's just the u- the usual. I, I don't know if it's just the media that make it. Mm-hmm. You know, worse than what it really is. I mean, it's, you drop points on the United, you go on it. You do that yourself back in the day, Barry. You go on the next game. You know, but it's, nowadays it's oh, they're, they're not the same team anymore. But mm-hmm. I think I'll come back to. Back to normal soon as Still missing three players as well And mm-hmm. for me three key players Ryan Jack Glenn Kamara obviously mm-hmm. suspended yeah. And Kamara Roof mm-hmm. So if you yeah. look at I mean go and have a look at the Rangers squad I mean it's really strong Competitive squad Here's the injury update from the manager Ryan Jack's progressing well You know he, he's getting closer and closer Need to be patient with him He's missed a lot of football But he's one that We're really looking forward to having back Ryan's a, a standard setter Someone who we've, we've missed Certainly this season Namdi um, has got further tests next week, so we're hoping for some good news in terms of the tests. But he's been around the group, he's settled in well, and we just need to obviously try and get him back in a safe way um, and be patient on that one as well. Uh, Sakala's got a bit of a niggle in his groin. Um, I think he's paying for myself and the staff pushing him a little bit too quick, maybe. That's a frustrating one. Hopefully he won't be too far away as well. Craig, you'll be looking forward to Sakala coming back. Will he excite you? Yeah, it looks looks all right. I'm not obviously seen too much of him now, but um, aye, something someone needs to back up Morelos because if Morelos isn't, obviously injuries happen. You've got Defoe, you know. I don't really rate Itton for me, but Kamal Roof's there and Sakala. I think we're, we're pretty safe up top. To be fair, would you be gutted if Morelos goes? I mean, the first half yesterday, he just wasn't uh, himself. Second half, different. I would. I'd be. I'd be gutted. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want Morelos leaving. Um, it has gone quiet 11 days to go It's gone quiet Porto had been yeah, mentioned I, hope it, I yeah. hope it stays that way If mm. I'm being honest with yeah. you Because um, he's, he's he's massive Even when he's not on, on top form He still causes mayhem mm. Against back fours And centre def- uh, central defenders um, And as I mm. said Paul I'll, I'll keep repeating it He's got to be in the starting 11 Morelos and Rangers Starting 11 Rangers are a far better team John, earlier Barry said he would drive Ryan Christie to the airport. Would you drive Alfredo Morelos to the same airport? Um, separate airports, maybe. <laughs> but uh, no. But from a Celtic point of view, they he has been, he didn't score many, and he did score eventually against Celtic. But he's been their talisman, hasn't he? He's been well, amazing. he has, and he's you know his, his stats. You know they stand up as good as anybody's in terms of his goals. There was initial. Problem mm. with his discipline, he's he's curbed much that much better, yeah. And he's become more professional. The one good mm. thing, Paul, about playing a lot of games with a big club is, you get more wiser and you 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 appreciate the position that you're in. He's mm. the Rangers number nine. You've got to realise that is a privileged position mm. to to have to wear that jersey. You know, when he put that shirt on, like when I was at Celtic, you know, every single week, you, you know, you got you got to realise the, the privileged position that you're in, and you take. You know responsibility really for your actions. He's he's done that, and uh, you know, and he can only improve. You know, he's still still quite young, and he's uh, no. I like him. I've always said it, but as I said, uh, Rangers might get fifteen million for him next week, and off he goes. Mm-hmm. You never know. <laughs> yeah, he's ready. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I think worth. you've got to be yeah. looking over 15 plus mm-hmm. for him, Craig. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I hope nobody comes in with that. Type you offer? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I me too. Me too. It's gone quiet on Edward, hasn't it? We'll maybe speak about him mm. shortly. Yeah. Um, so Craig Barry said earlier, "Hey, forget a week on Sunday. Forget Rangers against Celtic. It's only about this Sunday at Ross County. 
what do you think is going to happen? Would you think? Would you change it? Would you rest Tav? Would you put Nathan I, Patterson in? Oh, I, I would, but I, I'd go. Tavney's your captain, mm-hmm. um, and you, you've got to get way rather now. Your captain's got to lift all of you. Yeah. I mean, who's who's going to take over Golson? Put another one for me. He's not playing well either, um, but he doesn't really seem to drop Golson. Um, but I think a couple of changes. I I, I would put Patterson in. Uh, Balogun back in. Um, obviously, I, I don't. I was want to see what Barry thought of John Lundstrom. Um, Barry, John Lundstrom in, in that four-three-three. Yeah, it's it's been a difficult start for for Lundstrom. There's no 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 doubt about it. Um, he's not hit the ground running, but I think he's one that just needs a bit of time to settle in. Craig, I think in time he will become a. A good player. Look, he played a couple of years in the Premier League with, with Sheffield United, and mm-hmm. I watched Sheffield United quite a number of times because I keep an eye on Wee Flecky um, that's down yeah. there, John Fleck. And every time I watch Sheffield United, he did stand out mm-hmm. in the Premier League. He is a good player, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I think just give him a wee bit more time to settle in, and he'll he'll come good. Plus, you'll get Glenn Camara to come back. Though, do you? you don't get time exactly. Um, fans will start judging, and rightly so. That that's what happens, Craig, when you play. At a club like Rangers Craig what's your scoreline Sunday? See to be honest I would just take a 1-0-1 Playing poorly I thought you just get three points On the board again I'll mm-hmm. be honest Just one To be fair I, I, Again it'll be a tough game Teams will want to scalp against Rangers again yeah. It's back to where we were Last season it, Teams make it hard for you already You know they're coming They'll park, park the bus a wee bit or, You know that way So Okay. But then, I, I, but then, Craig, you, you've got to be good enough then to break break teams down. Sometimes when they win one nil and the keeper has to play well, yeah, we said you was all about winning, but it's almost a feeling that you're papering over the cracks. Then, mm-hmm. you know, go and have a convincing win and performance and get goals, efforts on goal, and defenders keep a clean sheet. That's the type of performance that Steven Gerrard wants from his players. Craig, uh, he's questioned yep. them. You hear him in interviews. Questioned oh, yeah. them. I expect him to come flying out the traps on Sunday. Craig, we've enjoyed your call. Thanks for fo- thanks, thanks for calling Go Radio. Tell your friends we're on from five. Cheers, Craig. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. John Hartson, Barry Ferguson, with us too. Uh, what can I say? Uh, not beautiful is not the word, is it, Big John? What will we say for Barry then? He's bouncing tonight as well. Uh, tomorrow, his own Alawa up against Queens Park. I think it's a hundred years. I saw the tweet from Alawa from the first game. So big day tomorrow, and you're up against uh, Queens Park, who are the other title contenders. Yeah, they're title favourites. Um, that they're now full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they won League Two last year uh, pretty easily, and they've come in and they're sitting at the top of, of League One. So it'll be it's a good, great test. That's what you want to do is um, as a manager first and foremost, coaching staff and the players, and that's what I'm. I'll be relaying to the players tomorrow. You want to come up against the the best teams, and certainly Queens Park are one of them. So we need to go and and get in about it and, and show what a good team we can be because we've been far too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Covid's out there still, and you've been affected. Many yeah, of your players. Yeah, we've got two yeah. players out just now, which is not ideal. We're we're running low in numbers um, as it is, so it's not ideal. But again, I'm not just the only manager. We're yeah. not just the only club. Paul, there's a number of managers and, and football clubs had to deal with us. Yep. Stay safe, everyone. I know things are much better, but it's still out there. Take it easy. Jim Goodwin won't be there tomorrow. John, you'll be on. You're on Celtic TV tomorrow. A new host there, but there with you and Alan Stubbs tomorrow. So we'll. 
we'll watch out for that uh, Jim Goodwin hopefully he'll be back and well soon uh, it's a tough game for him isn't it coming to Celtic tomorrow I want to ask you about Edward we mentioned it there Celtic yeah. 2-0 the other night he played his part so does he stay? Does well, he go? He's been better in recent weeks. Um, scored against Hearts in the week. Mm. He looks happier. Um, he, he's running around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, he came on in the week. Then he scored. Possibly, you know, had a really good chance to make it three. But it's a case of what do you do? Um, you know, you got he's got one year left on his contract. If Celtic kept him, I think it'd be exciting. Simply because you'd have Kyogo, Edward. Mm-hmm. You know, Abada, Christie, Forrest, Turnbull, Rogic, McGregor. That front six or seven is 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 a fantastic front lineup, if you like, that six going forward. Starfelt has not covered himself in glory already. Is he gonna settle? Well he looks as if he's got a mistake in him, but he's four point five million, Swedish International, twenty six. You'd think with that type of experience, there's a player in there. You know, Welsh has almost played like the senior one of the two up until now since he's come in. He's made a few mistakes, um, but he's showed glimpses as well. Some of the, He's done some good things, mm. but I think there's room there for, for improvement from Starfelt. He's been thrown straight in, by the way, because yeah. sure. so you think about it, Edward's contract's up at the end of the season, mm. so is Christie's, and so is Ayer's. Mm-hmm. So they got three, 13.5 million for Christopher Ayer. Yep. They decided to sell him and cash in. Whereas Edward, I think, Edward, sorry, I think if he was to stay and help Celtic in terms of the league and then go and score a few goals in the Champions League, I think his price stays the same because he's still a young man. But it's just a decision whether Celtic want to offload him now if they get the right... But we were just talking there off mm. What What is a good offer? What would you do if you were the manager of Celtic and if there's a bid of, say, 18 million from Brighton, which was the chat last week, do you take it? No. Personally... No. Listen, I'm I'm coming from a selfish. I don't receive any money of that 18 million, so I'm coming from a Celtic point of view. And I think uh, if you can get Kyogo and Edward, mm. a happy flying Edward, both in the same team, then I think that gives Celtic a huge opportunity okay. to go and get goals and to play well and and to link together. Yeah. But then again, if you don't win the league. Yeah you leave yourself in a precarious position then because mm. you might have turned down offers. Yeah. But for me personally, I would take the hit and I would try and keep him. Barry, what would you do? It's a tough one. Look, the manager might want to keep him. You need to see what type of... what his mind's like. Mm. And we don't know. Yeah, you, mm. you don't know. So that that's privately between four walls in the manager's office. He'll need to sit Edward down and say, look, are you fully committed here? Because listen, let's be honest with you, when, when he's top of his game, he is a, a top mm-hmm. striker. There's no doubt. And I have seen a difference. I watched the AZ game on Wednesday night. I've not seen Edward close mm-hmm. people down. He was closing defenders down. The fans were, were going off their head with mm-hmm. it, loving it. Mm-hmm. And it's not no like him. So he, he does look in a better place. Do you think it's also the fact that Kyogo is now the, the fans' favourites, whereas yeah, a year ago clear. was him? I mean, you just need to see what he brings energy mm-hmm. um, to the team. There's no, he's, as, as I said earlier on, he's all action, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Kyogo so it's a tough one if somebody comes in with 15, 18 million pound he's in the final year of his contract I think it's a good deal Can we ask Jim Celtic fan on the line Hi Jim Evening Paul John, Good evening Jim Good evening Jim Thanks for calling Go Jim what would you do about Edward or what do you think's happening what's the what's the word uh, I spoke to Big John the other night about this as well mm, yeah. a few weeks ago Paul I was kind of not trying to get him at the door and, and get someone in but 
to be honest, and I know it's a gamble. If you keep Edward, have him up front the week, Kyogo, mm-hmm. possibly one more. I would really fancy our chances of. Well, it's not going to be a 25 point gap mm. and if Celtic could get into the could win the league you're straight into the Champions League and you'll make all that money back on Edward Does he want to stay? Do you? What do you think? <sighs> a few weeks ago no I mean he seems to have up to his game a little bit but I think he's just he's naturally like that it doesn't look as if he's busting it in fairy lights you know he just always looks kind of <laughs> so, so the, way go, the way he goes about his business yeah. but he's still, he's still prolific mm. but I think if you can just convince him to stay for the season mm. I think we could do it yeah, yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim I think it could be the Ange effect you look at what he's yeah. done. Look what he's done to Ryan Christie. Look what he's done to to Anthony Ralston, um, and Celtic. You know they're, they're riding the. You know they're riding a crest of a wave. They're playing really good football and attacking the Celtic way. People go on about the football, getting the ball, pressing high, attacking football. Wide men getting crosses in, taking the full backs on strikers, getting lots of chances. And Edward might just get on board. He might just. He might just think. Well, do you know what? If we if I stay and we regain the title, I'm back playing Champions League football. He ain't gonna play Champions League football with a club like Southampton or Brighton, but he's got that chance, and it's down to him because if he wants to turn it on, Edward, he can be a massive player. He can still he can still have a huge impact on Celtic season. But we've all alluded to it. If somebody comes in with what 15, 18 million pounds, mm-hmm. you know, the Celtic decides to to sell Take the money. Edward's the only one that can answer this mm. whether mm. he's want to stay at Celtic or does he want to go down to the Premier League the decision falls with him James can we get Edward on the phone please producer James <laughs> yep can what's we get fr- Edward on the phone we need, we need to ask him what's, yeah. what's your French like yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> enough well, I think I will say about Barry, the last yeah. couple of games I have seen a difference yeah, in him yes. yeah. and whether that's maybe mm. what he's looked at Kyogo Maybe what he's brought mm-hmm. to the team, right? I maybe need to step it up. I mean, he for him as well personally, he needs to start performing if he wants to get a move. Yeah, he did really well last year for the French under twenty ones, and I know for Celtic, twenty three goals, top scorer. But it, you know, nobody in Scotland said it was a great season for. I know, him. but lots yeah. of Celtic players didn't. didn't I know, of course, no, I know. Year. Everybody says Christie yeah. had a bad season, yeah. and to his standards, he did. Here's Edouard what did, but yep. there were several that, that did have a poor season also. A poor season scoring 23 goals. Yeah, know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right, that, but that's that's the standards exactly. he set himself prior to that last season. And Barry, you said he could be, he could be top six in England. Let's hear from the manager yeah. about today. Is there any news on the transfer front, in or out? Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the almost done, the news is still almost uh, done. No, I've got nothing sort of further. And again, I, I'd love to be able to say that we've you know, brought somebody else in, but we're, we're not quite there yet. Uh, obviously, the clock's ticking, as I said, that, that you know, we know when the transfer deadline is in and, and we will be bringing in players before then. But, you know, to, to say that another deal's been done hasn't is yet. So, But we're close, we're close on a number and, and hopefully um, over the coming days we'll be able to, to sort of bed them down and bring them in. There's not much in that. I take it that's Juranovic he's talking about. Uh, yep. Jim, what do you, in fact, Barry, you wanted to come back in about Edward a moment ago. Maybe yeah, that moment's gone. I do gone. think yep. in the, the, when he's at the top of his game, he is a top striker. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just For think sure. um, he's not been at it the, the last... I mean, you're saying he's not been at it last season. I mean, to, to come back with 23 goals... Mm. It is a decent return when you're not playing at the top of your game. Mm-hmm. I think it was more... And um, and Jim will tell us uh, it, it was more his body language. Mm-hmm. Didn't look happy. Mm-hmm. He was strolling around a little bit, and and I just think the season that Celtic were having, 
and, and obviously then he's included in that team and then people because as I said his standards have been so high mm-hmm. you know he's been Celtic's best one of the best players in Scotland over the last two or three four years yeah. and everybody's standard tend to drop and obviously when Edward's your top player he was copping it but there was an issue his head was clearly turned mm-hmm. and you know he just looked as if he was sluggish and a bit carefree mm-hmm. in terms of the way he was strutting around the pitch so there was an issue but hopefully the Ange Postecoglou factor mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's back on board and that would be a fantastic thing for Celtic in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Kyogo and Edouard. Mm-hmm. If you can keep them two players with the impact Kyogo's already made, you know, you've got a real, real threat then. Jim, if you can get into his head and persuade him that... Barry, John, is it naive to think that the atmosphere at Celtic, and if this continues and there's a real battle this season with Celtic and Rangers that would be enough to keep and fire up Edward Jim wouldn't it you know you go to the matches you see what the atmosphere everyone is talking the Celtic fans are all they've come alight and alive in in a way I don't remember for a long time and I think the fact that you lost the league last year you listen to Frank the earlier caller I think he's been sensible about it Mm -hmm. when he was speaking it's going to take a bit of time Mm -hmm. um, which it naturally does when a new manager comes in with new ideas and he's wanting to bring his own players in because he'll not get everybody he wants in this transfer window no No. the one thing Ange's done he's united the crowd Mm -hmm. he's united the club again there's a togetherness Jim you know that that for me is huge and to have done it in such a short space of time weeks the players that he's brought in Mm -hmm. the impact the players have had um, and, and there's a feel-good factor now at Celtic whereas for the last 12 months we, we, it's just been yeah. a case of mm-hmm. what's gone wrong you know this player's not active the, the, you know we're losing Sorry. games we're drawing mm-hmm. games but now there really is a belief now in, in the crowd and the players Jim 11 days 4 hours 23 minutes to go in the transfer window what do you still need? you know there's lots of great chat about what's happening uh, positively what do you need? for me Still definitely, I mean, they're talking about this guy coming in at right back. I know it's not done yet, but mm-hmm. we certainly need that cover for Greg Taylor. And I think maybe one more in defence. Mm-hmm. I, I put this point to, I think it was Marvin Batley, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and Craig Moore, mm-hmm. to see if Celtic would be interested in maybe getting Kevin Nisbet and offering Lee Griffiths plus cash. Do you, you think he would work at Celtic, John? Yeah, I like Nisbet. I think he got 14 goals, didn't he, last season for Hibs. Mm-hmm. He's important for Hibs as well, though, isn't he? You know, Jack Ross might not want to lose him. Um, because Hibs will have aspirations as well of finishing. Jim's not, Jim's not bothered about that. He's bothered about Celtic. Well, exactly <laughs> right. But you know, yeah. will, will he will he get him out of um, you know will he get him out of? Does Griffiths want to go back? Uh, you know, Celtic he... have got the money surely for this, but be a great well, move for I, I him. I think at two and yeah. a half, three million pound. Yeah. I think you've got to take the chance of, of, of taking a Kevin Nisbet. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, I think it's a brilliant story. I've mentioned it before. Yep. Where yep. he was three years ago until he is now. Great first season in the Premier League. Now a Scottish international. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he can play he can play at a higher level. No, been mm. disrespectful to Hibs who are yep. a good team, sure. but he could go the next step. But they're not old firm. So Barry, you say yet yeah, go and do it and trade at Griffiths. It's pretty much over for Griffiths, isn't it? Although Davy Proven, I think it was Davy the other night was saying, is there one last uh, game in it for him, one last run? But Jim, well, I think I, I yeah. seen Postacoglu's interview because he wasn't mm. on the bench on Wednesday saying that he kept him behind at Lennox Town to do mm. extra. Extra training, right? Um, so obviously he's he's working hard enough. You just need to wait and see about Lee Griffiths. But one thing you know about Lee Griffiths is he's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. 
Jim, he talked today about uh, Karamoko Dembele and about Mikey Johnson, the latest on them. Yeah, Karamoko is probably, he's a bit of a long-term one, so he's a fair bit away in terms of rehab. Uh, Mikey's getting closer. Um, he's working hard at training and um, we're kind of hoping post-international break he'll be able to, to join the group and, and, and begin training. You know, both wingers, both exciting kind of players that I think will fit into, into the style of play that we want to play. So... Keen to have him back involved, uh, obviously, but you know, with all these things, we just got to be guided a little bit by the medical team and and by the players themselves, because what we want to do is get him back and and get him back playing regularly rather than you know having any more setbacks. And three weeks in, what about the season so far? Yeah, look, it's it's certainly encouraging, uh, particularly I guess for for the players, they're the ones putting in the hard work, and you know sometimes. Um, you know, progress can be measured in different ways. And, and, you know, from my perspective, I've seen, you know, the players, you know, really trying to adapt to the way we want to play. But it's only when you get the rewards that you can really build belief. You know, from that point of view, it's it has been encouraging, both from, I guess, within the football club, but, but externally with our supporters as well. And, you know, that creates sort of a nice little foundation now for us to, to continue down this road. Jim, what's success for you then this season? Well, I said, <clears throat> excuse me, I said at the start of the season that I thought maybe one of the domestic cups, maybe the Scottish Cup, mm -hmm. would be success. But, I mean, I'm really enthused with what's happening at Celtic just now. And I know that it's great going forward and you're terrorising teams, but you still need to make sure the back door's locked. And we've still got a bit to go. This, I think the Rangers game coming up is going to be a big marker as to where we are. That'll be a big indicator. And the way Celtic play, if Rangers are on it, you could be exposed, Jim, couldn't you? No, they could. Well, I mean, it's a, you know, it's the defence haven't been together a, a lot, and especially with Morelos, he's, mm. I mean, he'll let them know he's there. He'll, he'll sense a bullying a couple of day guys mm. if they're not careful. They need to have a, it's alright going forward and have another, mm. you know, the, the beautiful play and creating loads of chances. But I don't know. I think Gerard was trying to work something out for this game because it's a big marker for him as well after the. We just haven't had the best of starts this season, so there's a lot riding on this. I think, I think, I think you're right, Jim. I think going forward, we've had the exciting. We're scoring goals. We're playing with poise, a lot of flair. We're getting the ball in the box. We've got good pace with Forrest and the Barter in particular. Turnbull, Turnbull in yeah. that further forward role where he's getting shots away on goal, which is a goal-scoring midfielder, Turnbull. I do worry. I do worry defensively. I've seen signs this season already. Uh, Alkmaar this week will be difficult, yeah. um, especially if we go down early in terms of a goal. Um, do you think Celtic will go through, John? Well, I think if you stay in the game and, and defend the first half hour, 35 minutes solidly, um, I think we can score, Paul. Celtic look like a team they can score in every game. They're a threat going forward, as I said. But, you know, you don't win, any, you don't win anything, right, if you can't defend. That's, that's the, 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 yeah. the, the, the rule of football is you've got to defend. Like a Man City. Man City have got everything. They can't win the Champions League because defensively they keep letting in goals. But going forward, they're the best team in the world, do you know, in terms of what they have. It's all saying you don't yeah. lose goals, you don't lose games. Exactly. And clean sheets. But do I think they'll go through? I'm going to say yes, because, you know, I think if they can go there and score a goal and get that third, then, you know, it means Alkmaar have to get three as they well. They were a decent team. They were a good they team. Were they were very, yep. very good players. And uh, that'll be a tough one for will. Celtic. There'll be quite a few goals in that one, couldn't there? Joe Hart Joe, kept yeah. Celtic oh, in it with indeed. a magnet. Well, who's been doing that for the last couple of years across the road, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe Fraser Foster style, he's back. We're going to have to take a break. Jim, prediction, just your scoreline tomorrow? Kinson Marin? Yep. 3-0. Uh, 3-0. Cheers, Jim. Thanks for calling goal. Yeah,
Cheers. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. Friday evening edition. We're with Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland star. And John Hartson, former Celtic and many other clubs down south and Welsh international hero as well. So two giants of the game here in Glasgow's own, Glasgow's newest radio station, Go Radio, over a year now already, Barry. And uh, I've enjoyed the first year and year two, hasn't it? Over That's a year and three weeks since we started. And uh, the number's going up and up. So thanks to everyone who's made the switch. And John, we love having you on as well. John, part of the team now every week. You've been joining us as well. I, I and you will do. Yeah. I think it gives me the opportunity to get across, you know, Scottish football as well. Mm-hmm. Formations, teams and... Uh, Have you signed in the dotted? Have we, has it no, been done no, with the bosses there? No, I'm not on no. a contract. Yeah, because I can dip my toe in. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Great to hear John Hartson, Barry Ferguson and loads of your calls coming in. 0808 17 17 700. Any word from Edward yet? Have we got him to find out his state? I mean, what's he going to do? 11 days, 4 hours, 12 minutes to go on the transfer deadline window. What is it with Jurgen Klopp without the specs, Barry? I, I just can't get uh, used yeah, to it. I, I can't get used to it either. I'm used to seeing him yep. with the, the Gregory's on. What, has um, he been in at Optical Express getting the eyes lasered or is it... Uh, maybe he's got contacts, contacts in. Yep. Um, no, but we're used to seeing him with the, with the, the, the specs on. Looking forward to this weekend. Uh, Hamilton Ackies of a new boss after Brian Rice. We're sorry to see Brian Rice go last week and that was unexpected. He did a great job with the Ackies. We all know they'd gone down, but smallest budget in the league. Yep, it was sad to see um, Brian Rice go. Good football guy, but it's an opportunity for Stuart Taylor. He's been Paul Lambert's assistant at many clubs. He was obviously up at Ross County mm. under Malky as assistant manager, mm. only up there a short period of time. And now... He's got a great opportunity, Hamilton, my local team. Um, like to see them doing well, so I think they've made a good appointment there. Former Aki's player and a great favourite with them, so good luck to him. St Johnson back in the headlines again today. They came back last night from Austria, 1-1, and you know they could easily have won the game. Yeah, they, they could have good result to take back to mm. McDermott Park, but I've seen their manager saying that uh, St Johnson are a disgusting team. That was one of the things he said. Uh, but listen, Callum's done... A brilliant job up there. Great result to take back, as I said, um, to McDermott Park. And hopefully, I was hoping they could get through against Galatasaray, but they were mm. just too strong at, at the end of the day. But I hopefully they'll get um, through next Thursday. And hopefully that'll fire up the St. John's players as well. Of course. Because it does. It can have that effect. You pin, know. pin it up in the dressing room. And these days we all see yeah. it in social media. Right, and uh, Aberdeen lost 1-0, Barry, but they, you know... They could easily come back from that, couldn't they? At Petaudry, full house, they'd be favourites. Yeah, I fully expect Aberdeen um, to win that game. Uh, yeah. Look, they're not going to use it as an excuse, but look, we've we all seen the, the condition of the, the surface. It was horrendous to try and play any any type of football on there. And I fully expect the same as St Johnson, Aberdeen to go through. We hope Andy Considine recovers soon and gets back into it. Rangers yeah. winning 1-0 last night, Alfredo Morelos. Rangers down to 10 men, um, but uh, they won. And uh, next week, they'll be off to Armenia. But before that, on Sunday, they'll be playing against Ross County. Let's look at tomorrow's games. Livingston against Motherwell. John, oh, both Sides really need a good result. Yeah, winless yet, aren't yeah. they? The two teams have the same record. I think they yep. both lost two and drawn one. So, um, Livingston at home, um, Graham Alexander has not quite hit the ground running this season with Motherwell. Um, you know, Davy Martindale, the same. They'll be desperate for a win, of course. Um, Who do you that. think? 
tomorrow. Who do you? I fancy the home team. Yeah. I, I fancy Livingston okay. to, to to get out off the mark tomorrow in terms of their first win on that pitch, Barry. What yeah, do you I fancy reckon? Livingston. Yep. They get their, obviously they won in penalties last week in the Premier Sports Cup. That will give them a bit of confidence, yeah. and I expect Livingston to get the win against Muddle. And tomorrow. Celtic against St Mirren Barry what do you reckon all the chat has been about Celtic often when that happens you know the uh, the, the bigger team gets a bit of a fright I can't see that happening no. I, I've got to be honest with you I can see Celtic winning this by a a number of goals um, I'll go the same as the last caller I think that'll be three goals if Celtic they, win by and if they tackle it the way they tackle their hearts but it, you have to remember that was ended up 3-2 which John was hard to believe for tomorrow Celtic St Mirren what do you think? Well I don't think Celtic will change a lot you know I think Ange has had uh, opportunities in the first four or five games the European games to change it you know to change personnel everything else the only change really and he changed it early was Beaton was playing alongside Starfield but he's recently bought in Welsh he's got a great header I know how strong Craig Halkett is in the air I worked with Halks at Livingston for a few months and the way Welsh got above Halks and says, this is my header, get out of the way type of thing. So it's now Welsh and Starfelt. Celtic won't change. They know it'll be it'll be Kyogo. Christie, I think, is fit for it. So they've got options and um, I can only see a Celtic, uh, Celtic win. St Mirren manager Jim Goodwin won't be there all the best Jimmy joined us recently on the programme he often tunes in and uh, Ange Apostacoglu um, mentioned the fact that Covid is there for everyone they all have to take care yeah look I mean we, you know, we, we're under no illusions we, we, we live that experience every day I mean even here at the training you know um, the whole place is set up to, to limit contacts to make sure we're all doing the right things following the, the protocols uh, it's still very much part of daily life and it's very very important in, in our sporting world as well because we know that you know we've got to be ultra diligent in what we do so yeah I mean uh, you try and live as normal as you can but um, we have constant reminders around here that you know it's very much part of our world still. Scoreline, do you think tomorrow? Well, I think if Celtic go about mm. it, you know, and and start well like they did against Hearts, where they absolutely just demolished Hearts in the first thirty-five minutes, yep. um, then you know, as Barry said, it could be three or four. But if if they're a little bit um, off it and if they're a bit sloppy and just expect players to go and perform without being a unit and everything else, if they don't press high the way Ange wants them to play, then it could turn out to be a tricky tie. But if they go about it, as I said, I can only see Celtic winning fairly comfortable. And he mentioned uh, the COVID situation. Uh, Barry, it's there, it's everywhere. It's affecting your club and the GRG. It's uh, There's a lot of protocols in place. Yeah, there, there is lots of protocols. We've got to take our lateral flow tests uh, before we actually enter um, the building. Uh, and we've just got to try and do everything. Um as best as we can. The only thing at part-time level is the guys work during the day. Uh, so it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, the, we are knowing so much of a, hmm. a bubble. So we've got. You try and get your players, Barry, double vaccinated. Yep, but we've asked them. The vast majority uh, mm. are double vaccinated, but Good. one come down with COVID who's been double mm-hmm. is that vaccinated. Right? Wow, still get it. Yeah. Yep. Wow. He, yep. That was uh, what we've got to do is we've got to take a lateral flow right. in the morning of the game, send it in. And one of the players who's been double vaccinated uh, tested positive and then he went and got the PCR test and came back positive after right. being double okay. jabbed. Okay. Still out there, isn't it? Let's look at the other games. It sure is, John. For Sunday, Dundee, Hibs, just get your scoreline. Barry, what do you think? Dundee against Hibs. I'm going to go for Hibernian. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've had a week off, haven't they? Yep. Having gone out of Europe. Having, yep. as you just mentioned, they're going out of Europe. I, I think they've got real good quality. 
Nisbet up top, Martin Boyles, a constant threat mm-hmm. to teams. So and I he think, stayed with them. So. Yep, he signed yep. A, a new contract, which be a, a major boost not just to the player, but to the, the Hibs, uh, to his teammates and the fans. So I think Hibs will be too strong. Too strong. John, would you give us a scoreline on that one, Dundee Hibs? I'll go Hibs as well. Yep. Uh, we spoke about Nisbet in the show. Mm. Um, Dundee got trounced last week yeah. at Celtic. All right, they, they'll make it a few thrashings this season though, yep, because they're the, the new yep. promoted team. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go with um, Hibs 2-1. Going to go for Hibs quick touches of the ball here. We've only got two and a half minutes left, can you believe? St. Johnson, Dundee United, bit of a derby there. Who do you fancy? St. Johnson. St. Johnson, St. Johnson yeah, despite momentum, the travel. Yeah, yeah, coming off you know the confidence okay. there, Callum mm-hmm. Davidson. And the players, once you go and get a great result, you know that, that form tends to continue. Mm-hmm. Okay, going for St. Johnson. Barry? Yeah, they're, they're in a, a good place at this moment in time. St. Johnson for me. Okay. Uh, Hearts against Aberdeen. So Aberdeen, obviously, uh, it's been a it's a long journey back. It's a long journey back, yeah. but I think Robbie will be really disappointed with the, the, the performance that Hearts put in against Celtic. I'm going to go with Hearts to oh. win that game. Right. Cause, well, that would be three in a row for mm-hmm. Aberdeen having lost, you know, Wraith Rovers last weekend. Yep. Wow. So you think it's going to be Hearts? Yeah, Scott Brown yeah. playing the game. Long travel, yeah. he's a big mm-hmm. player for them. Can he play again? Mm-hmm. Look, he's fat enough to do it, but yeah. I just think Hearts. Okay, I think Hearts as well. Actually, they've had a great right. win against Celtic this season. You know, at Tyne Castle, um, okay. and yeah. I think uh, I think I'll just go Hearts. Just might just nick it one nil. Full house as yeah. well. Great stadium, oh, Tyne Castle. Yeah. What's the like? Is it as intimidating yeah. as uh, the old Hearts, though? Aye. You know, in terms of That's the big true. stadium, where yeah. before almost. You know, the I, fans could almost, it was very similar to Upton Park. Mm. You know, the fans would just right. touch line mm. almost, they could almost touch you type of thing. Has that taken that mm. little bit of intimidation away? I yeah. don't know. What do you think, Buzz? No, I, I still like Tyne Castle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like it. Ross County against Rangers on Sunday. We're going to be on the air Sunday afternoon mm. uh, from two. Davy Proven will be here and Craig Moore. Your like old mucker Oz yeah, was, I was on talking there. to him yeah. yesterday. Um, um, yeah, him next week. Yeah. Good luck, Craig. Craig. I like Craig. A bit of lunch. Hopefully, he'll pay for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Is that crazy? Yeah. No, like no I know you are. So, right, what do you reckon, Barry? I've got to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Come out the traps, flying Rangers, plain and simple. They need to come back with three points. You think they will? Yes. Scoreline. A couple of goals. A couple of goals in it. John Hartson again, like Barry. If Rangers are at it, and. Um, and they've taken on board what Stephen have said in terms of questioned them, especially in, in the um, in the first half against Alashkirt. Um, you've got a fancy Rangers to go up there and do the business and get the three points. This is how we started the programme with the news that there'll be no Celtic fans at uh, Rangers Celtic a week on Sunday. But also, after last night's performance, yeah, a one-goal victory, but Stephen Gerrard said to for some of the players, it's time to wake up. Listen, I've got confidence and belief we can get going, we can restart it, and sure, we can get back to the form we need, but we need to wake up now. Um, we're, we're, in, we're in competitions and we're at a club where you can't afford to be where we are right now. We need to find our level and we need to wake up right now. And that was his message, Barry. Uh, he's pretty forthright. Yeah, very honest. So I'm sure the players will, would have listened to that and they need to give a, a reaction to that the, the comments for the manager looking forward to the weekend John you'll be taking in Celtics and Mirren tomorrow Barry big match against uh, Queen's Park you'll be it's a big day for you yeah and we need to win yep and need to win Arsenal Chelsea just a quick word what do you think the scoreline's going to be then John your old team oh, I, th- I don't think Arsenal mm. defensively no. with a new £50 million Ben White signing from Brighton I still think if Lukaku plays 
Um, he can bully the Arsenal defence. You know, uh, you look at the Brentford result last week. Okay, so, uh, so I fancy Chelsea okay. to go to uh, the Emirates and win. Barry, your old teammate, Mikel Arteta, under pressure, but can they he bounce is... back? No, I don't think they'll bounce back. I'm with John. I think Chelsea will be too strong for them. Stevie Lennon is up next. Uh, John, thanks a lot, Barry, too. We'll Cheers. see you both next week. We're on Sunday at two. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.